0: The Expat Wife. My name is Tina and I'm the host of this show. When listening to the last episode, you probably sensed that my journey was not ending after my best Budapest friend had left. I still refer to her as she. But let's go back a little. Our time in Budapest was so full of life that when thinking back, I really had to make a list of all the things that happened. Besides, being a dedicated mother and wife, because, you remember, that was my idea for our time there. To put everything in a nutshell in Budapest after meeting she, I said yes to everything. And by the time we left in December 2019, I had become a foster mom to four dogs, taught art in a secondary school, taught art in primary school, helped to create two murals, helped to set up stages for two different drama schools, was the vice president of the North American Women Association, finished my art teaching degree, founded my online art school, offered private English lessons, and, as inappropriate it sounds, to put it in this list. But it was part of Budapest. I finally had to say goodbye to my mom. And each of these topics deserve an extra episode, and I will do it. But for this one, I have made the decision to focus on a topic which overshadowed our time in Budapest and is sometimes a problem up till today. But therefore we need to go back when we just arrived in Budapest. As you know, we sold our flat in Germany and we had no so-called home anywhere in the world besides the place we lived which to me was sometimes strange, as I always felt that I would like to have a place to go to when the world collapses. Which means if husband would get unemployed or any other disaster would happen. We left Germany just after Fukushima, and I was very closely watching what expat families did, and they all went home. But with my husband's family in the UK, and my mom only living in a one-bedroom apartment, we didn't have a place to go. But I was longing for that, and so we made the decision to buy a small apartment close to our husband's family in the UK. The reasons were simple. If the world would collapse, we would have to have we wouldn't have to worry about schooling for the kids or language, as they would perfectly go to a British school. I would quickly find a job at a local supermarket, and husband could set up everything for us until we follow wherever he would be. That was the plan, and so we bought a small two-bedroom flat in husband's hometown, ready to pick up the key on June twenty-fifth. 2016. My husband was on a business trip in Japan and would return on the 24th in the morning and we would immediately leave for the UK to pick up the key. The plan was to return mid-July to set up the flat as a holiday home. Well, before he jumped on the plane from Japan to Budapest, we had a quick chat that the Brexit vote would take place that night, but it was more of a side comment. And well, here our story starts. I woke up in the middle of the night and just wanted to check the result and fall back to sleep. But, as you all know, the UK voted to leave. And I surely don't want to be the political, but this vote turned our whole life upside down and gave us many sleepless nights. But now let me explain. Of course, in the first few days, no one knew how this all would end but we knew from the second that our what-if plan wouldn't work out. The UK has strict immigration laws and I wouldn't be allowed to live in the UK just because of husband's passport. He needed to have a certain income which is all fine but nothing for a what-if scenario where my plan was to work in a local supermarket. And so we started our research. I called the German embassy in Budapest to get the info that my husband had no right to become a German citizen because he had left Germany five years earlier and didn't apply for German citizenship. We didn't know if husband's company would be able to keep him. As in the scenario of a no-deal Brexit, he would have to reapply for a job and prove that he's more qualified than a German Well, he would have been allowed to live in Germany, as he had two children, but nothing was easy anymore. So the next three years, we were watching every vote and every bit of news, and were full of questions, and sometimes anxiety. Who would have thought that this would ever be a thing in 2016? Over time, it came clear that we could stay forever in Hungary, as we lived there during the vote, but we knew that this would this wouldn't be our future, as we didn't speak the language and we wanted to live in Germany or the UK at one point. And then we found the only solution possible. Fully, thank God, supported by my husband's company, we had to move back to Germany before January twenty twenty. In October twenty eighteen, I started to look for houses in Germany in the area we knew would we would end up going to. we knew there was a was one German public school that was specialized for expert kids and we were hoping to get our kids a place in there It was said that we were had to stay in Germany for eight years until husband could apply for German citizenship but all the stress and when recalling all the jobs I didn't in, in I did in May 2019 my body gave in. I lost a massive portion of my humor and simply felt exhausted. I finished all my commitments and that summer we travelled all over Europe. And she came for a visit, which was such a wonderful thing because we were able to reconnect and it was as if she had never gone. The summer was a real needed break because we knew we had to prepare for our move back home. We knew This would be our last move as eight years would mean kids finish school in Germany and then we wanted to stay in Germany while they are at uni and after 11 years at one place we would be settled and no more desire to move. So we wanted to make the decision right. I contacted about 20 houses in the region we would move to and 10 schools. I knew there would be one good school, but I wanted to make the right decision. International schools were not an option as they were simply too expensive for us. The schools I contacted were daunting as the answers were, sorry, but your kids don't speak fluent German, so they need to go to an integration school. And as much as I love the system that Germany is so welcoming, I struggled with the idea to send them to a separate school first. But the one school I had heard of were fabulous. They accepted the kids, offered extra German lessons, and we looked for a private German teacher. So all good here. Well, and the house? Only one house owner was willing to meet us, and as he felt we were so different from everyone else, he agreed to sell his house to us. We felt so lucky. Finally, Finally, we would move to a stable home. No more moving. The last few weeks, unfortunately, I was in an entire goer mood, which means I just wanted to go. I think this was the first and only move where I wasn't the happiest before we left. We still had the pressure of bringing my husband on a German passport, and I just wanted to go. Start now, not tomorrow, with something I couldn't change. And we told the kids we would move to paradise, as we really believed that everything would be easy and perfect. As husband had to work until December 31st and kids' schooling would end December 1st, I only learned later that I could have said longer, we made a decision that kids and I would leave on December 1st with Haribo for Germany. Haribo, you remember? My little car? I had calculated it would be a three-day's very comfortable drive. I pre-booked, pre-booked hotels and wanted to do the first part all along the Danube. Starting in Budapest, following to Passau, donau Word, and then say goodbye to the Danube and finding the way to our new home. Well, and here I stop this episode. I know it's a bit of a short one. <laughs> but starting the next one with a very snowy day and a warm welcome. And if you ever wonder what we did with the apartment in the UK, well, we rented it out as we couldn't sell it as the pound had dropped so severely that there was no way of selling it ever again. My name is Tina. I'm the host of this show. Please take good care.